0: All right. Hey, y'all. It is grab your wallet time. Uh, We've been having fun doing this show. We love you guys for supporting us. Those of you that don't support us, patreon.com is where you go give us the money to get us to these people or beers to these people so we can interview them. And John's got some t-shirts. So that's on stealthisbeer.com slash merch. Check that out. Either way, thanks for playing along. Can't believe we get away with this every week, Monday at five.
1: about beer over beer by a couple of guys that think about beer way too much. So we're just going to do this, and Justin, I just hit record. Okay. Tyson's uh, now here.
0: I can't hear me because he said that.
1: Uh-oh.
2: The red light's on. We're all nervous now.
1: All right, try it again. Can you hear me now?
2: Clearly. How's that? You sound better.
0: All right. How yeah. do I sound, though? Worse?
2: You don't, you don't sound great. How do
0: I sound? It doesn't sound
1: good. All right. Well, you sound better now.
0: Okay. I'll just go about the spit take.
1: <laughs> All right. We're just going to dive right into it. No, no, none of this is planned. None of this is good. good. So All right.
2: I have a plan. We good. barely got here today. Every really? step of the
1: way was just like going to. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Did you drive? Uh, now we flew. Okay. First well, that's your first mistake, yeah. yeah. All
0: right, well, let's save that radio gold for the recording. Um, give me one more second there, John. I want to try to move this in a little.
1: All right, that's better.
0: Okay, I I hope it is. I can't hear me, but we'll do it. All right, so let's go. Ready, here we go. Yeah. All right, hey, y'all, it's 5 o'clock on Monday, and we are stealing beer. I'm Augie Carton of Carton Brewing.
1: Oh, hi, I'm John Hall of all of my various jobs.
0: John Halton, Oh, job. hi. Nice to see this, you. I had Listen, to so her. here's the thing.
1: We're She's at Bierstadt. Traveling. We're in Colorado. None of this is good. Cass was supposed to be here to engineer. Kennedy is closing on a house in Brooklyn right now. So I have been left not only with the co-hosting duties with you, but also as engineer and producer, and none of it is good, and I am terrified because we don't have a great track record in Colorado.
0: No, boy, don't we um that being said they've given us an app to order beer stock slow pours to our table without even the impediment of planning ahead so those of you who heard our last beer stock episodes and didn't hear the ones we erased because we got too drunk fair warning all right so totally fair tyson arp of nebraska Brewing Company has joined us at the table. Welcome, sir. Thanks for coming out.
1: Thank you. Good to be here.
0: Oh, I can hear you. So that's Tyson
1: cool. sounds good. Tyson sounds good. You sound very far away. I sound like I have sand coming through my cans. But Tyson, sound Tyson, good, Tyson sounds man. really good. And as much as that has to irk the both of us, it's probably best for the listeners if Tyson's coming through the right way. As
0: long as he's dulcet, I'll take raspy. So dulcet. Plus, I'm a little raspy from drinking last night. So you just got in. You were saying you you flew in from Nebraska. Yeah,
2: flew in from Nebraska.
0: Which is something you wish you'd undone I always point? drive yeah. but the rest how long of company, does it take to drive
2: like 7 hours six and a half. and a that's a long drive though. yeah but, no, no, but it's takes doable. Like 5 hours by the yeah, time we get so there proper, and right? we got stuck on the runway for half an hour and then stuck on the runway oh, here oh, a whole half an hour a whole half an hour yeah, yeah let everybody who
1: came here through Newark uh, just shed a small tear for you <laughs> yeah, I guess, yeah yeah
2: but, so you know, it's a 40-minute flight, and
0: it took all day. Right on. Well, thanks for joining us, and yeah. it's good to get somebody who we would never get on the East Coast when we're out here in the Rockies, so awesome. So I'm going to start with, it's funny, I don't. we've done the show from many craft brewer conferences, but I don't think I've ever, I don't know, like, so when we see each other, when two brewers bump into each other at the craft brewer's conference, you say, what do you need to buy? And I don't think, all, so all of this show is supposed to be just conversations we have over beers caught on tape. I was like, I've never asked that, so I'm actually going to start our conversation on with what do you have to buy because for the first time I'm not here to buy anything so I've got nothing to talk about. <laughs> what are you here to buy?
2: What am I here what to buy? That's a good question because I'm usually not here to buy anything. In fact, I haven't been to a conference in quite a few years for that reason. Um, I think more than anything I'm just looking for new ingredients new ingredients suppliers. Right on. It's all about creativity and you know, doing something new now.
0: Yeah. So Thieves Yeah. So thieves. The um. basically the gimmick is there's a whole bunch of neat You know, you go to all these speeches that should be amazing, where really talented people in the brewing industry hold seminars, but more often than not, in my experience, one guy will get up to ask a question during the question time, blow up all of the actual intention of the thing, everything will get (laughs) sidetracked, and sometimes you hit a good one, but five out of six times you don't, so mostly we all come here for this convention where everybody shows everything they'd ever want to sell to a brewer. Part of it, so fun for me, like you're saying, is, is like the hop tables and just not having to go out west to smell everything like it's there, yeah. here's an idea, and people have fun things to pitch. So I get that. But mostly it's big-ass brew houses built in the middle of a convention center. Right.
1: <laughs> um, John Hall, why did you come here? Why did I come here?
0: Yeah. Which, which of your 15 jobs and 18 podcasts?
1: Well, we have a plan. And the plan's actually uh, not ready for primetime yet. But, uh, you know, I have this thing with Andy Crouch. And uh, we're going to revitalize beer journalism going forward. And so I wanted to talk to two or three people. But mostly the oh, reason love, that I'm yeah. here is uh, steal this beer and drinking at Beer Stop.
2: Yeah, drinking at Beer So have you been here before? Yeah, pretty much every time I come to Denver. Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah, us too. What's interesting to me, though, yeah. is that this is the new Falling Rock. Like, I came right here from... I was
2: wondering what what would turn into that.
1: Yeah. It's definitely here. But but that's the fascinating thing to me, is that, like, Falling Rock was the bar where you could get any number of different beers. When you come here, you get, like, one of five beers, like, that kind of thing. But there's something about that speaks to what Ashley and Bill have done here to really bring people together. Because there's, I don't know, five dozen other breweries all in... You pass breweries I know the name of to get here from downtown. Yeah. and you t- I've driven
0: by all of them. And I would say, I swear, so yesterday, you came right here. Were you coming here either way, show or not, or were you here for us?
2: Um, we would have made it here at some point. Yeah. Maybe not this evening, but yeah.
0: Because yesterday, I swear to you, I was trying to skip Beerstadt for Wednesday because I was like, oh, I'm going to spend all day there Thursday. Yeah. And all that, I was like, so I won't do that. And the first eight texts I got were, so we're going over to Beerstadt do you want to come? And I was like, sure. I so. And I was here by three, <laughs> like I was avoiding it yeah. and by three in the afternoon. I was drinking smoked hells. Um,
2: what is it that
1: brings you here, though?
2: To Beerstadt? Yeah. You know, it's funny because as a brewer these days, and you guys know the deal, like everybody's about new this, crazy that, over-the-top things, but us brewers mostly like the traditional stuff. So. <laughs> I mean... That's what we drink. What I drink at home, pale ale, a traditional IPA, Pilsners, and, you know, they're doing... Of which you make all of those. Yeah, we make those. We're doing weird fun stuff, too, but, like, as a drinker, I don't really drink that stuff much.
0: Now, when you say weird fun stuff, what I know from you guys largely is barrel-aged stuff, but, like, for a while now, right? You've been on that game long before that got...
2: We, yeah, that's fact, right that's kinda, like we what kinda, we see
0: from you in new york is that stuff right
2: we kind of rode that wave it's not we're not <laughs> doing much of that anymore really? we still do a little bit but not nearly like we did six years ago
0: what's got your fancy these days over them
2: um well especially over the last couple of years well i take that back going back to probably 2015 just the explosion of craft brewers across the country we saw our regional markets shrink a lot, Okay. and so we focused closer to home in our backyard and so it became, you know, those, those staple beers, IPAs, Hefeweizen, the stuff that we're selling at the grocery store.
1: I love that you say Hefeweizen as a staple beer, like that's normal for other parts of the country. I don't know. It works it's for normal us. here. It works for us. No, I know it is. But but Midwest, we have a large mean, audience that Midwest. listens in New yeah. Jersey and they're like... We have a large Swedish audience too, John. <laughs> do we? <laughs> yeah, we do. Oh. I haven't seen our metrics in quite a while. Justin keeps me out of the doesn't matter.
2: Right. But, yeah, so we're doing that kind of stuff. And then we recently got a, a little bit bigger pilot system, so we're doing R&D on you know, oh, new IPA varieties. We've got I, I know, seasonal IPAs coming out every month or so now and stuff like that. So
0: did you get your goodie bag from the conference yet Not with yet. the hop seltzer in it? No, I haven't. There's so, hop seltzer? Somebody put up oh, together hop hops, some hop whatever, and I was like, all right, I'll taste it since it was free, something I've never tasted before. <laughs> And it tastes like they put stevia in it. It's like yeah. it's like sweet hop water. I was like, huh. dude, come on. Like, <laughs> without the bitter. Uh, anyway, I'm not here to bitch. But I was like, <laughs> okay, <laughs> that didn't work for Augie. But aren't you but I'm, here to
1: bitch just a little bit? What? What? What did you say to me? Are you here to bitch just a little bit? I'm always bitching. Okay. But I want
0: to get back to Nebraska and talk about that shit because that shit's fun to talk about. But um, So I will tell you this. Let's, let's talk about this. <laughs> palos. You were saying palos. Wait so yesterday I had lunch. At a little brewery called Lodo that was recommended to me, that okay. was a lot of fun. Great little lunch yeah, spot. Sure. And Funny enough, they had that blood orange Hefeweizen that I somehow associate with all of the Midwest. Right on. But they had it was it yeah. was a shocker to me. They had a hundred percent Pilsner malt, O5 yeast, crystal clear like they had a centrifuge in this tiny little brew pub. Citra and Amarillo, loveliest fucking five percent pale ale nice. I've had in ten years. Yeah. And I was like. I Huh. <laughs> we're coming back. And my, bre- so. <laughs> my brewer's like, these lucky bastards can wait all week for that thing to clear up. It's in a service tank. I was like, it's really good though. But um, that was hopeful for me. So when you say pale ales and your neighborhood, what are you finding the local Nebraska contingent grooving on as far as like, you know, those 5%, those 6%, those drinking in your house, couple yeah. four-packs beers?
2: For us, our pale ale, which we've been making from the very beginning of the brewery, uh, Cardinal Pale Ale, and also our wait. Hype- What's the name of your name? Cardinal
0: Palin. Oh, Cardinal. I thought you said Carton. I was like, no, no that's fucked Cardinal. up. Now
1: I got to see you guy a guy. Oh, <laughs> well, welcome to... <laughs> now I we're going to gonna see troll, you. troll your life, Foggy oh, Carton. God you. damn it.
0: But that's
2: been, that, I
1: mean, that's, that's our, my last idea for like when you decide that you want to retire from this. The last month of shows, I'm just going to bring people on who are just going to troll you. my shit? Yes, and <laughs> just... <laughs> anyway, and it's go not going to be a month. It's going to be mm-hmm. like nine, maybe ten years anyway yes.
0: you were in the middle of a sentence before yeah, i thought so, you no, said no, card no. pal i was like that's yeah,
2: amazing no. so yeah uh, <laughs> our pale ale sells huge in our omaha market our ipa is just as popular those are like probably more than 50 percent of our volume yeah. in the retail strangely though our tap room has a whole different like flavor palette like people that come to our tap room are drinking uh mexican lager pilsner half bites and
0: that's awesome yeah, yeah we're see- we're seeing similar stuff but it's it's so weird i'm so we turned 10 this year and i came to my first one of these before we opened so um, this would this is my 11th year of CBC's, cool. even though like you i missed the last five yeah um but i'm just thinking about like the fucking dramatic changes and things i got right and things i got wrong over the years and, and when we started how
1: long did you guys start oh seven
0: yeah so yeah. you're about 15 years yeah, right coming up on 15. so but bull-
1: you guys were late enough in the game just really quick where in oh seven nebraska brewing company was still available
2: well, yeah, I think there was like six breweries in the state maybe at the time. How many are there now? Like sixty. Wow. Yeah, close to that. And yeah. there were eleven 1, hundred breweries in the country. But I think I think that's started.
0: I think that tracks with what we went through. We were the thirteenth, yeah. and I think there's now one hundred and thirty. Yeah. Like I think it's exactly <laughs> that increase. thousand yeah. percent. That math number. Yeah. But um. But anyway. So what I what I was saying is, you know, like I said, I'm not out here shopping, but I'm remembering all the shopping I did and all that. And ten years ago. It was like you couldn't conceive. Like, I dreamed of being able to make a different beer every week because that's what I want to do. But I was trying to get behind brands and, you know, things because we couldn't sell in our tap room back then and all that. So it was like you have to make this beer, make it right, make it trustworthy, make it dependable, get it out and build that brand. And that'll give you the liberty to do some fuck around shit. And then what I found is in the last two years, everybody's come back to those first four or five beers we were making like you're saying like 50% of the in stores are our original out of so it's you know I don't know if I made right choices or wrong choices missed a missed a arch but right now it's our double IPA is is and it's it's a East Coast you know 2011 IPA it's not any of that and it's what you know we can't make we still can't make enough of it so I don't know. And I, I like hearing that from you, too, that the, the neighbors still want the beer they know is right, right? Yeah. I, think I
2: mean, there's plenty. I always separate the beer world into, like, the beer nerds and then people who actually drink beer. Right. And that's two different markets, two different demographics. The beer nerds still want the hazy, juicy, whatever's new around the corner that we don't make. Right. And But the people that go to the store and actually buy beer to take home drink our beer. Yeah. It,
1: and that keeps the lights on. Yeah.
2: I'm totally into that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's it, Well... I hope it does. You know yeah. my lights are flickering right now. We had our yeah. we had our glycol cooler blow up like, like ten days ago. Very Out of my fucking mind.
1: Yeah. I don't think we've talked about that on the show just yet. But like, well, whatever.
0: Yeah. It is what it is. Most people don't understand it. It's so funny. Like I'm I'm talking to you know everybody in the world. I'm like I don't think you understand that worst, This is the most important. It now. is the most important thing in a brewery, and it's significantly more important in August. Yes. than in January yeah. like, theoretically <laughs> in January I could just open the fucking doors and, and hope they'd stay cold okay, yeah. for a day <laughs> Jesus fuck but anyway I'm not, I'm not here to bitch about that but you went, went know, know every brewer every yeah. I say that to yeah. their pupils like, open no. up a little bit that like, fuck but um
1: that's what. So that's so, why I wanted to bring it up. I just I love the brewer reaction. Brewer wow. reaction. What do you say? Uh, yeah. Alcohol, no. That's been there. They go. That,
0: yeah. Done that. yeah. I yeah.
1: feel. I feel like I need to have like the photo ready to go for the Instagram. <laughs> it's like being on the ride at Disney when yeah. you hit the preps. Yeah. And it's like oh my, glycol.
0: Oh yeah. yeah. So we were just, we were actually just talking to our friend Kovaleski from uh, the greater Philly area and his Bill name. Kovaleski of and Victory what, Brewing County. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. What, he's, what he was talking about, and I wonder, so this is a state law by lot law thing. What he's saying is where they're having their most fun and interesting stuff going on is actually in their three or four brew pubs at this point. And like you were saying, like interacting with the people with yeah. Prima pills for them and like your pill, your Mexican lager, and stuff. Um, but in New Jersey, I couldn't do that. We're not allowed, right? right? So so I'm wondering, like, how does Nebraska play out? Where Now that that's become kind of the business and, your, you know, regionality is, I mean, we're getting closer and closer to home, right? The, yeah, the important so thing right. to do is satisfy your neighbors. Can you do that? Do you want to do that? Is that, like, are you loving being in that room so much more that it's a recreatable thing? Or, like, how does Nebraska work? In my head, it's like... You know Jack and Diane.
2: It's been, I mean, it's been an interesting ride. In 07 like nobody in Nebraska knew what craft beer was. Like, right. Blue Moon was craft beer, and Boulevard wheat. <laughs> and like that was it. Like, it, and so one of those
1: was true. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I mean, but they were very similar beers. Boulevard sold tons of it; it's good for them. And so we spent the first several years at a Brew Pub doing that evangelizing, like convincing people convincing people to drink crap beer and try it and not turn their nose up. And now like it's fully adopted and there's breweries on every corner and and, but so now it's fun. Like now we don't have to work so hard to sell the product and we do get to be more creative and people are people are curious and want to try out new stuff. We're not to force it on them anymore, which is cool. Yeah. And 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 I I'm so much happier about
0: this like John was saying at the beginning of being in this space. And I, you know, like you said, well, John, this isn't that big a thing when the craft brewers are in town because this is what we'd all be fucking drinking anyway. Yeah, right. right? Yeah. Even when we go to Falling Rock, we were drinking Pilsners. Yeah. So this just makes that easier. But the fact that your public and my public alike are coming in and getting half-liter Steins of a of a Hell's and just drinking those all night, you know what I mean? It's. I think it's a better drinking culture, right?
2: You know, I've said for a long time that that at least for me, beer isn't just about the beer. It's more yeah. about you know if it draws Biviali. people together and gives you an excuse to hang out. I mean it's really what beer is for.
0: So I was and like I
2: want it to taste good, obviously, but like I like the experience, the atmosphere, the time you have when you're drinking the beer is what brings you back to that place for another beer.
0: Agreed. And that's Yeah, the hospitality side of it added to the conviviality side of it. It's funny. I was watching a. uh, I woke up very hungover this morning. We. Fucking you do it, went. You're doing it right then. That's we most days, but yeah. Big last night. But we, we, even by my standards, we ended on cocktails, which nice. is never
1: my move. Oh, right? no, no, no. That's yeah. a bad move.
0: I was drinking, and not even my own cocktails. I was drinking old fashions and Hattons and Moscow Mules. And sh- so we you were, were fucking, just going
1: down the popularity Instagram. Uh, no, no, yeah. no, we
0: were in a proper old Ships in
1: fucking wood paddle bar. Letting the v- bar I love dinner. that bar. You and know, like know, know, who, know whose favorite bar that is? Who's? Andy Crouch. Course
0: <laughs> of course it that's is. Of course it is.
1: That's Andy Crouch's favorite bar. They
0: have a fine vodka soda for Andy Crouch. Yeah, they should. But, um, but anyway, so... I'm not going to let you besmirch him. The yeah. reason I tell you this is because I woke up and stayed in bed watching TV for a lot longer than usual today. And in the Cleveland show on Comedy Central at 8 a.m., they're like, no, you, your friend group is breaking up. It's been three and a half years, and that's how long beer can make people interesting.
1: And I, just, I was like,
0: <laughs> that's... Fucking a treasure! Thank you, Cleveland Show. Nice. That's how long they can make strangers interested, Beer can make strangers interesting.
1: <laughs> but do you find, to that point though, because you have innovated over the years, you've added new things. Cardinal Pale Ale still kind of pays the bills, and yeah. you have some other beers as well. But is there that drumbeat of keeping even the regulars happy?
2: I don't know. I see our regulars at our tap room just drink the same beer every time they come.
1: So, you have to make the beer for them then?
2: I mean, I, I guess. I mean, we can still make lots of other fun stuff too, and they'll dabble in it, but they yeah. always just turn right back around and order another, you know, Stein or Kale Ale or whatever that they their everyday drinking beer Like, those are our regulars, I think. Plenty yeah. of other people come through the doors that are maybe new or haven't seen us before, and they, you know, they go crazy and try everything. We have 40 beers on tap, so. Jesus. Yeah. Well, some of those are Seltzer. You're mi- 35 beers on tap.
1: You're making five different seltzers?
2: Yeah. That's new. We're trying it out.
1: How's it working out so far? Um,
2: Do you mean, put stevia in any No, we don't sweeten them at all. Good. Um, <laughs> the product's good. Uh, it's too early to tell on the sales. It's a crowded market. And I think that a lot of people that are seltzer consumers are more about big brand recognition than, you know, small craft guys. Sure. Yeah. But we're moving so. in our tap room, it's selling way better than I thought it would. Like on draft, we sell tons of... Do
1: you find new people come in?
2: You know, I don't know about that. Okay. So prob- maybe. But the cool thing is, like, if a group of friends goes out, there might be that one person that's like, I don't really like craft beer, and we offer liquor and wine, and now we have our own seltzer too. So
0: that
1: oh, gives wow. people options. Yeah, that's... Yeah. That was the weird thing about flying out United this morning, where they're like... You know, they always would say, and we have a selection of beer and wine available, and today... Uh, this is one of the first times I've flown in a long time. They're like, we have a wide selection of beer and wine and hard seltzer available oh, yeah. for. And I was like, holy shit! Like United is bringing out this new beverage category, <laughs> and I want to fly Delta go. now. Yeah, right, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, seltzers jump the shark when United has it. When oh, British, shit. when British had it. I mean, when Virgin had it, it was like, ooh, yeah. on up and up. That was fancy. the buy time. Yeah. But um, so actually, I, I'm interested because. I mean, I don't know how I would answer this question, and I consider myself somebody very concerned with innovation, but, you know, as you're out here looking for things after whatever we decided it was, 14 years, is there a thing in your head you want to create that you're looking for the tools here, or are you just looking for something to inspire a... I think
2: it's more about just finding inspiration. I'm going to be like, oh, I wow, mean, that'll be fun. That's honestly... A hard part of being a brewer that a lot of people don't appreciate is just that you have to find time make time to do just creative work which yeah. doesn't really look like work but it's actually for me i find i have to set aside time to be like i'm going to be creative today and come up with a bunch of ideas well, that's because actually, when i get my yeah. feet on the ground and start getting busy doing it then my brain shifts to a different gear and i'm, I'm not innovating i'm just executing I,
0: I mean at least for me i find that there's like there'll be like a weekend you know what i mean where i'm like 50 fucking ideas and I don't know how to make that space for myself yeah, right. and then it'll be like three months of them being like what do you want to do and I just check notes from that weekend yeah that's what you got uh, But do so when you're looking for this space obviously and we've touched on it I don't want to beat it here it's like just go to a table rub a hop and it'll get in your head you're like oh I would do this with that and then back and start it. but when you're looking for that time to be like for me, it's always a restaurant. Yeah, yeah. I just always try to find a cool guy doing a cool flavor thing that I hope ticks something oh, in me. But what about you? Because sometimes it's music, I guess. But where, where you?
2: Where you? Where's your head at when you're like, huh, I don't know. What's going to kick it off this time? <laughs> I don't yeah? know. I mean, there've been a few beers over the years, really, where you just you taste something. new as he's done something new. Yeah. And it's fun to try to emulate that. I think because you never get it right, but you might make something interesting as well. We made uh, a beer called Hopgot years ago that was a rip off of I remember that. Yeah, yeah we barely did for a while too. Uh, it was a rip off of a beer from Green Flash. I can't even remember what it was. It was like Belgium <laughs> Hop trippers. Yeah, yeah, that was it. No, it wasn't that one.
0: I did like that one. Maybe. I thought that can't was really, like half ass sour one? Yeah, that, like no. No, that was the one that
2: was super fizzy. It was before yeah. that. I don't remember. At any rate, I get home from the conference six months later on our own Paul's like, Hey, remember that beer? You think you could make that? I'm like, Sure, I tasted it one time. Why not? Yeah, let's and get, that's and Paul Cadillac. Yeah, he's the and, he's and, the owner of the we brewery. Can't, we can't hard. buy it anywhere in yeah. Nebraska or anything. So so I just made it up off the top of my head. It here, yeah.
0: It's funny actually. So a guy I used to listen to podcasts a lot was um, what's John name? Hall. never John Hall. <laughs> uh, I did listen to an Andy Crouch one recently, and I've given that up too. Um,
1: but anyway, I nice. kid,
0: I kid. Edgelord Radio lives on. But um, what was I say? So pendulette. What Pendulette said was when he was a kid, he had a buddy who was an aspiring artist. And he was in art school and doing all this work, and he was wicked, wicked down on himself because he felt like everything he was doing was directly Picasso derivative. And it's important to say this is a 60s story when Picasso was right the on. guy. Yeah. But he had, an, he had an art teacher say to him, he's like, look, go home and do an exact fucking copy of a Picasso as well as you can and everything that's different that's your art right you know what i mean yeah. and all of a sudden that little sentence that little idea gave me a liberty that never feels bad when you're like huh how would i have done that you know what i mean and i think that's a, that's a fun approach to sometimes be like like even last night we were talking about so at my table drinking those cocktails i was complaining about we had a mixologist guy from one of the local distilleries at the table with oh, cool. us and then my tasting manager and my brewer and we were trying to place the bitters in their spot in the thing and it led to such a conversation that i swear will be a beer if anybody took notes yeah <laughs> nice. but yeah so those things what so where else what what's well
1: what's no i want a task though because Sorry. you're going to walk the floor tomorrow and presumably saturday when yeah. it's open uh looking for inspiration looking for new things and so people who haven't been to the craft brewers conference before there are multiple vendors where they're like hey we make powdered chocolate or Uh, we have fruit purees from around the world and we have sugars and we have god knows what the fuck else you know i'm i'm pretty sure that the gummy bears people are here however uh has a corner booth at this point (laughs) um when you walk through that though because you've done this multiple times before where does your mind go do you see something from afar, or do you need to, like, go and taste it and touch it and then start to develop a recipe, or does the recipe come to you days later, weeks later, or months later? Like, how, like yeah, how, how does that work for somebody who said you want to do something yeah, different?
2: I mean, I'll conceive. I always, whenever I approach recipe development, I always try to imagine the beer in my glass. I always try to imagine the beer in my glass. And... And then I just work backwards from there. and I think about all the things, all the ingredients, all the steps. How can I utilize those ingredients to get to that point? So that's how I write my recipes. but I don't know. Last time I was at the trade show, we were buying gear for a new brewery. So this is kind of a different. Now we're not buying gear for, for the brewery. We're, you know, yeah. that's why I say I'm kind of looking at ingredients. Now you're
1: done, now you're buying ingredients for the new yeah, brewery. Yeah, you know, yeah. we can
2: line up some cans or any other packaging because that'd be cans. good. Yeah, good good luck. <laughs> can, you know what pissed
0: me off? They gave out candy and cans at the oh, fucking intro. Really? They know all of us are desperate for fucking yeah, cans, right? and somebody took that wide mouth. You know, to open the whole top of the can thing. Oh yeah, yeah, we can't And get those just anymore. threw some candy in there to. Oh. Well, because they fucking used them to package candy for the craft brewers. They
2: told us they stopped making them. They just kept them for candy. They were what kind of idea. candy is it?
0: It's a fuck it's like you went to, I don't know, it's like you mail ordered something. It's like, oh, uh, Smarties, uh Tootsie Roll, uh Twizzlers. It's like the world's shittiest I Halloween. mean, Scott
1: Wells doesn't hear any issue with what you're saying John, right now.
0: Scott Wells thinks it's ingredients. <laughs> <laughs> Scott,
1: Scott Wells, like, Scott Wells has a these- brewery called Bolero Snort, which is essentially just a dairy. Ah. <laughs> gotcha.
0: they put a bowl on every can and milk inside <laughs> but um but anyway back to it so um so yeah i i so you've been doing this longer than me right? there's a part of that thing i don't think john knows but when you walk up to somebody who's got some real specious like at you know additive like we can make your beer taste just like beer if you buy right? yeah right <laughs> <laughs> Do you mm. not know what we do? Not right. But... Uh, no, I, but I've, seen, always, I've seen those vendors. No, I know you've seen them, but yeah. have you heard the shittiest sales of anything they say to guys like me and Tyson every time we walk up where they're like, um, and we can't tell you, but some people you really like are using it. Right. You know? <laughs> There's no fucking way. Yeah. Otherwise, I'm like, I don't think that's right. I
1: don't know, dogfish head. Please don't <laughs> break my heart some more.
0: Yeah, but they're always. They're like, You'd be surprised yeah. he's adding
1: so, so it's clickbait for brewers exactly. with an expense account on an expo floor. <laughs>
2: exactly, exactly, precisely.
1: All right, so Tyson, a couple of years ago, I got to visit Nebraska. I remember. Uh, and I had a fun time hanging out with you. And I went to one of the weirdest beer festivals of my life.
2: Was that the Frozen Fest or no? That knowledge? was like the did
1: extreme.
2: You? Oh yeah, I think we abandoned you. Or did, was I there? You might have been at some I might have point. I skipped it. But, I got pretty so good at So Augie, out of that so this one.
1: beer festival was it needed to be eight percent beer and above uh, in order to pour, and it was in a ballroom at a Radisson oh, that also there, hosted yeah. uh, that also had an indoor water park for kids. Oh I love it. What could go wrong, right? Oh. So so when the festival let out it was a
0: wicked cold in Nebraska and an outside water park would just be open for a week? Yeah, right, cuz this exactly. was in
1: February. Yeah. Like this was not like a good time. So so the air of the uh, uh, of the festival itself was heavy with Axe body spray. Yeah. Like humid with Axe body spray. <laughs> and then as the drunkards who pre-gamed an 8% beer festival oh, came this. out and met the parents who were coming back from the water park with their four, five, six and seven year olds, like while there's like vomiting and meltdowns and everything else. It was the perfect intersection of terrible humanity.
0: And pretzel necklaces.
2: Oh, and and so many pretzel
1: necklaces. Um, But but the thing that I remember is that there was a band that played this festival in, in, in Nebraska in February in the middle of the afternoon that was a Johnny Cash cover band doing only polka music. Yeah, that sounds like Omaha. (laughs) And it is one of my favorite, 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 when we had Jeremy Danner on the show, I told another story of this because Danner was there that day. Now
0: wait, are you sure this is just a really weird acid trip?
2: (laughs) We were
1: all there. (laughs) As far as I know, as far as I know, uh, this was real life uh, and reality. Um, but Jesus Christ, but that every time that somebody says, like, oh, you should go to Nebraska, I say to myself, I've already had the best experience yeah, right. in Nebraska these days. There was
2: one better than that. Really? Several years go before on. that. Same no, please. Festival, same festival, but a few years before they were in a different, smaller venue because it was only like third or fourth year. It got so crazy. The cops shut it down like an hour and a half early. Really? Yeah. Some dude got like drunk. Like fist fights? Um, yeah. Some dude got drunk and crapped his pants. And like that, just one. Well, one guy that we know of on the floor, and that that guy that became a spectacle. And then his buddies were like fighting to defend his honor, apparently. (laughs) And like, just like it was really a bad scene. Uh, My wife was in the women's restroom, and there she describes this woman as like Bambi on ice, but in her own vomit, trying to get off the floor, (laughs) asking for help. And my wife was like, "Yeah, I'm not going to touch you." Angel is an awesome storyteller. So yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so yeah, that that festival has got some good memories. So. What Listen, you, Augie, wait, I just wait. need
1: to say, we're out here for a couple of days together. When, If and when you crap your pants, I'm not going to defend your honor. <laughs> right? Nor would I expect the same from you towards me.
0: Not at <laughs> all. Um, but we're, we're grown ups, Sean. We're grown ups. We take responsibility gotta for it. our You got to own it. You got to so, own it. So when you go to this thing, this over eight, what do you bring and what's the thinking behind it? Do you bring like an 18 and be like, go fuck yourself? <laughs> <laughs> or are you like yeah, you yeah, totally. or You're like the session beer of the session. Well,
2: yeah, it used to be they really didn't allow <laughs> the session beers, but then they wanted more beer, so they like the extreme title got kind of watered yeah. down. But when you were going to it, we were going. But they were are serious. The like, don't bring anything beer less beer than fans? 8.
1: Right. They, they were they dead serious there about there. it. Yeah. I don't think they are so much I remember when I was going there, they were like, don't expect like a Pilsner in the corner.
0: I do this because this will be fun for
1: a guy who's got a couple years of.
0: So there used to be the thing where we marketed craft beer on its alcohol, right? Right, like it's like sure it costs six bucks, but it's six percent, and Bud's five, five and yeah. Bud costs five percent. So that's how it works. And I think that backfired on a lot of us because there was a race to whatever. But was that just people trying to make the convention goers feel like they were getting their money's worth? You know what I mean? Or
2: yeah, I don't know. I mean, when it started out, it was it was a fun little festival, and it got a little too big for. You know, it got a little crazy because it got so big.
0: Where's your head out on, on festivals these days? With the with the mandatory year off of festivals, it, the, all the thieves, everybody who listens to the show, no, I have disdain for most festivals. But um, but there are ones I'll do. Where, where's your head out on, on those I these I haven't days?
2: been to one in a couple years. I went to Did my you first- Did you miss them? I, like, you know what I mean? I we all thought we had, had to do this then. We used to think we had to. And it's kind of nice, I think, not going to them because they didn't exist showed that didn't really have much impact on our business. But yeah. the one I went to recently was the Great Taste in Madison, Wisconsin, okay. and it was, oh yeah, it was a blast. I forgot how much I loved that event. Oh, that's a great festival because we do, the because one, good, we do that big beer fest up on the mountain. Yeah, right. right. Not Super anymore. Good.
1: So now we're gonna have to start going to Great Taste in the Midwest. I would recommend. Because they killed, they killed Hunter Mountain. We talked about this on the show a couple weeks ago. Was I there? Uh, you were there for the last two thirds of the show. Okay. All right. So here's the thing. I want you guys to talk about festivals. I am sitting in the Kennedy seat. I'm sitting in the Cass seat, and I'm sitting in the John Hall seat. Are you getting us a letter? No, I'm going to go and order us beer. No, I've ordered beers. Oh, have you? Just
0: show somebody the email. We've been waiting for beers for the reason you keep seeing me pull out my phone. No, I understand because I'm looking for the beer order. I ordered the minute we went on here. That's the order you're looking for. (laughs) Um, But anyway, so 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 yeah. So now here's the thing: I don't know if I would notice an impact on our business from it. And I, I, I always did, I always did, John, I bet you half of that's ours. I it to that table. Um, but I always did fest wrong, right? So oh, I, yeah. I, would, I would just stupidly be like, well, everybody's going to bring an IPA, so let's bring something else. Yeah. And then everybody hated it not for not being an IPA. I get you there. Or we would do extreme beer fest. And I would say it's definitely not extreme to bring a beer we've ever brought before. So I would only bring shit we'd come up with new in the last year. And then everybody would be like, why don't you bring yeah. regular coffee from last year? Right. You know what I mean? So I've always gotten them wrong. So I don't know that they were ever... I don't think we ever fooled ourselves into believing they were good for us. <laughs> but well, so what, you, what What? have you learned a lot? Oh, we got our beers, guys. We're so I'm going to worried. They don't what what are your another. feelings on...
1: Like, well, no, we got beers from Incendiary Brewing Company, wherever the fuck that is. Huh. And now we owe them three of our slow so port pills. Don't the fuck
0: that is when they give us beers. That's, <laughs> that's a nice thing to do, man. I just, I don't know where
1: places it's are not, these days. Stop being crabby, John. Crabby John isn't fun, John. I, um, I am sitting in the Kennedy seat, and I feel very...
0: Pressure. You're not a high-pressure guy like Kennedy. But anyway, let's get back to this. <laughs> yes. So,
1: and I, and I assume it's different.
0: It's probably not different. Fucking some shit is just constant but i i would always get mad at, at like what's your biggest what's your lightest and all that shit. yeah but in no matter what you do nebraska is a significantly smaller community spread over a lot more distance
2: right than jersey right, right. we're eight yeah. and a half
0: million people in you know in a nebraska city yeah so what what's that like Could could like was it bring your ipas because there's only going to be 20 nebraska guys there and ipas work like what was the thinking going in, and what would you change yeah. looking back?
2: I mean, I think we did it differently over the years. Initially, we would bring the stuff that we thought the locals could stomach, so like our brown ale and our Hefeweizen and that stuff. And then when everybody started to kind of get it, then we were always like, you know, shocking on wild wow people, so yeah. bring something new. But then you'd always get that person who's like, why didn't you bring your Hef-a-Bites in So like, you can't win no matter what you bring. <laughs> And so, yeah. Yeah. And more? We, we just kind of do a mix. Like the festival I just did, we brought a couple of our flagship kind of standard beers and then we brought two brand new R&D beers, like a, a, Poblava, a poblano habanero beer and a, a sour peach beer. Now, how'd
0: that go up? Poblanos they, are always a, like... Oh my gosh. It's one of these did you roast them first? No. But it's yeah. one of those inspirations I have all, all the time. But it turned so out many so brewers good. I love have fucked it up that I don't go into it. What would you do with it? Talk I tell people it. I got
2: lucky. It was the first time I ever did one. And all the brewers that were coming around up there were like, oh, my God, this is so good. What would you do?
0: Now, how big was your batch? Because the it other was big problem barrels, with those is barrels. if you wait, they will get progressively hotter and hotter and hotter, yeah. right? So, so you got to kind of control your window.
2: I treated it kind of like a dry hop okay. where okay. the peppers were in the fermenter after fermentation for a few days. And so then what were the Whole or
1: did you cut them? uh I, they were cut
2: yeah
0: but what were the offsetting flavors what was the build around the pepper
2: um wheat it's just a pretty simple wheat beer base okay yeah That's but the, yeah super great green pepper aroma and only a small touch of heat because we added some habanero just for a tiny bit of heat you got to drink a whole glass before you really start to feel it mm-hmm. so people at the beer fest were like oh i don't get any heat oh, yeah. i mean I, you're not gonna in two ounces but quarter yeah. stars hate pepper beers yeah this is the worst pepper beer <laughs> <Right>. <laughs>
1: There was, this is just a really quick aside. So Jack McAuliffe, who had New Albion Brewing Company, the first right. pro, uh, post-prohibition uh, small brewery in America, uh, did a hot pepper pale ale.
0: Yeah, I've heard you've told me this. Yeah, uh, and, me and, and
1: so what he did was he made a pale ale and he got like fresh like habanero or jalapeno or whatever he could and he would just stick the whole pepper in the bottle, and then cap it, and then send it off to the market, yeah. and the carbonation and everything would shred the pepper. So wow. when people would just hit the cap, it would shoot I up bet. and <laughs> hit the ceiling, and and cause eye irritation and everything else <laughs> in yeah, between. You
0: basically, mace yourself. Yeah. A bit. So so
1: it's come a long way. Yeah. Since what Jack was doing, but like God bless Jack for trying in the first place. We did some dry hop trials
2: in Growlers one time, and I split a small batch a bunch of ways, and then. To dry hop it and to get it carbonated i thought oh, i'll just put priming sugar and whatnot in there and you know do it old homebrew style you yeah know? well pelletized hops in a bottle condition that package. might be yes ended up making some nice hop grenades
0: that's yeah that's yeah my we my, all make
2: my those. brewer uh, my brewer, sam at the time he'll never forgive me he <laughs> wore all of that beer oh. all over himself I mean, he all kept open is it this just, sam who left to go yeah, open his sam own Mac place begins, yeah.
1: a cosmic eye yeah yeah, yeah. So you guys have been a brewery because you were number seven in the state, but also grew as much as you were. Yeah. You've also been the training ground of so many brewers Definitely. along the way.
2: There's a pretty tight family tree of brewers in the state of Nebraska. And it's like, we're one of those big branches. And then there's a couple other breweries that have gone around, around a while. And, you know, people spin off and move around.
1: And you've been there, though. Like, you've been a company man. Like, you're, you're, you're as synonymous with nebraska as paul and kim the yeah, the, the owners really are want, yeah. Perhaps, yeah but is there a weirdness to having like that close of a family tree because i know there's other states oh, yeah. and other breweries <laughs> okay it there can must be be. It yeah. can be. i mean like when, when, when somebody have, when copies
0: you a, your exact beer that you invented at a different shop and then says yeah, different we process don't,
2: we don't really see that i don't know it happens sometimes it happens but it's just tough like you spend a lot of time training somebody and you have somebody that's really good to work with or whatever and then I mean sometimes just retaining people in the brewing industry is tough because especially you know there's not a lot of upward mobility in a brewery that's only growing yeah. so much because you so, got the top spot yeah, you're, you're like hey go motherfuckers go you're not gonna yeah. go anywhere I know. so, I, so I, you know you feel bad for those people that are really gifted and talented and so it's sad to see them go but I'm also happy when they can land somewhere and, and feel you know more of the burden that I feel like you know, putting out fires and making stuff happen. It's it is shockingly
0: <laughs> different, though. Like of all the people that have moved on from us, I'd say it's fifty-fifty. I wish them well, and I wish them ill. Yeah. There's no way to predict from how they worked with you during it. It's almost always how they leave. And you're oh, like, oh, right. that guy's yeah. a sh- that guy's an idiot. Right. And then and then the other ones like, oh, that guy's wonderful. And <laughs> it's right. it's literally it's it's shocking how little it is with the work you do until you exit yeah. and how huh. you exit. In my experience. Yeah. Anyway, we gotta wrap this up because we, we got a five o'clock show cool. at Beer Shop. But um do you have a letter from Kennedy Cass? No. Okay, we don't need one. I um <laughs> what what's so loud in here. It's I do so love, loud. I in do here. love being back with people though. So we have been do- we've been doing the show six
1: years. Wow. And we've done it here, I think, three times, maybe only twice. But there there is a show that never aired like uh, on purpose on, yeah, yeah like, like because we, it was quiet at the time and ashley just, t- t- just kept putting every time slow pills down in front of, of us, us. And, and we
0: tried to record oh but we started that day doing a collaborative brew i think we started that day on an Aud airplane 13, which had like tons of like big barrel-aged he wanted oh, us yeah. to taste and, and r.i.p
1: to on 13. is that official yeah, i didn't want to talk about yeah, it yeah
0: it's uh well, we'll see him this weekend, right? I hope so. He's going to come. I don't know. Have a beer with us. I hope. Did you Never invite him? Never been out here, and not seen him. Did yeah. you invite I him? I sent a text when I was out here. I'm okay. Anyway. But anyway, we That's don't need to talk about that It's great here. seeing you. Yeah, thanks, you, for see you. Yeah, thanks for coming really on. me. really appreciate you being here. Thanks for the talk. Thanks for putting up with the ambient noise. And oh, yeah. Being the only one who sounds good right now. You hi. do
1: sound good. That's all that go matters. Drink,
0: go drink fifty of those, so you start sounding like me. Perfect. Um, Is
1: Paul upstairs?
2: They're here somewhere. Yeah. All right. Well, you should pleasure. text him to come down and
1: say hi. Okay. I will. All right. I will. Whatever. One drop the air, Yeah.
0: Yeah. Once we're done with this, John. Anyway, thank <laughs> you. So, John, do that casting where you tell people how to Patreon us, so we can. Oh, you go
1: to stealthisbeer slash Patreon or Patreon.com dot slash stealthisbeer.
0: I don't know okay
1: and then i think there's email at steal this beer podcast at gmail.com and we're on social media although justin hasn't updated our social media especially facebook where we do have a lot of people he hasn't updated it in weeks like i think it's maybe like the first uh dave infante episode and then nothing since then so either way it doesn't matter so tyson maybe maybe somebody will hear this maybe they won't but either well, way, downloaders yeah. will download it. Thank yeah. you for being the downloaders. Thanks for being the downloader, and we appreciate uh, it. We and appreciate uh, thanks to Bierstadt for having us on the main stage downstairs in the view of the Connect Four and the giant, and uh, the corn giant cornhole. And uh, and thanks to yeah Tyson, thanks for doing this. Yeah. And uh, Augie, thanks for thanks for sobering up and leaving the hotel room and pouring <laughs> yourself into a cab over here. Wow, it was a lot more
0: effort than it you it was. It was. <laughs> it was. All right, anyway, Tyson, I will catch you by Sunday to see what you figured out this week. I all can't right. wait to hear what got in your head. Take but anyway, right, y'all, get at us. Thank you.